It's Thursday, April 1st, 2021. I'm Cameron Weir, and welcome to TMI Daily, your daily roundup of everything people are talking about online, since we aren't allowed to talk about it in person. The case against Florida Congressman Matt Gates is getting worse by the day, as a new report says that former Attorney General William Barr canceled two appearances in December when he found out Gates who his Justice Department was investigating for sex with a minor, was also going to be there. You know it's bad when Barr wouldn't appear with Gates, but was thrilled to be seen with this jabroni. (laughs) A new study says that the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccination is still highly effective after six months. Unfortunately, there's no answer on how long the Trump effect lasts that's keeping Republicans from getting their shots. Trump is now lashing out at Joe Biden for his cruel and heartless plan to create jobs by taxing the rich. (laughs) What's he worried about? Trump doesn't pay taxes and he ain't rich. Far-right commentator and Target Boys Department shopper Ben Shapiro said yesterday that voter suppression doesn't involve long lines any more than long lines at Disneyland are right suppression. Well, gosh, that might be true, but I never once decided not to get on the huge line to Space Mountain and the next thing I knew, people of color were targeted. As part of Marvel Comics Pride Month celebration in June, the company will introduce Aaron Fisher, the first openly gay Captain America. Conservatives are angry and want a superhero that openly supports Donald Trump. But gee, isn't that what Q is for already? Billy Brassfield, Britney Spears' former makeup artist, believes that Britney is not actually the one writing her social media posts. Although he's not certain, this isn't something Brassfield would make up. You get it? Makeup, because he's a... Army Hammer, who is under investigation for rape allegations by the Los Angeles Police Department, has been replaced by Dan Stevens in an upcoming Julia Roberts star series called Gaslight. It's a shame, given Hammer's years of experience in gaslighting his needs. Universal reportedly may pull films from Netflix and HBO Max in order to boost its Peacock streaming service. I guess they hope to broaden their audience beyond depressed people re-watching the office reruns for the 15th time. Netflix paid $450 million for the exclusive rights for two sequels to the hit 2019 mystery film Knives Out. So, if you're wondering why you have to subscribe to Netflix to see these movies, there's absolutely no mystery in who done it. Almost 140 filmmakers have signed a letter calling out PBS over its systemic failure to fulfill the mandate for a diversity of voices, while noting that producer Ken Burns has created about 211 hours of programming for public television. PBS said they would be addressing this issue in their new documentary, Ken Burns' Privilege. Now, let's send it over to tonight's Team My Daily cast and, uh, wait, hang on, you've, um, you, you, I think you've got a little something... In your care. No, no, no. No, over there. To the left. Because it's April Fools! Now let's send it over to the TMI Daily Cast and Crew Roundtable. Stacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TMI Daily. I'm Veronica Yellow, and as always, I'm joined by some of my TMI Daily crew. Let's go around and say hello to everyone watching at home or listening to our TMI Daily podcast. Oh, and before we move on, I just want to say that later on, we're going to be joined by Peter Beresford. He's going to be talking to us about his book, The Trump Guide to Spirituality, because nothing says Holy Week for Catholics like Trump and spirituality in the same sentence. Okay, let's start with you, Pete. 
Okay, well, it's it's day three of the um, of, of the uh, Backgate scandal, and uh, today was a good one because today now now um, several Congress people are coming forward saying that he was showing them nude photos of girls that he dated on the floor of Congress. So it's getting better each day. Awesome. Yes, it's better and better. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Um, Joe, hi everyone listening on Google Podcast. Uh, yes, it is April Fool's Day, but it also is National Burrito Day. So I'd like to give a shout out to one of my absolute favorite burrito places. This is no lie. It is called Cilantro. It is in the Chevron in North Hollywood on the corner of Sherman Way and Whitset. And it makes some of the best damn burritos in L.A., including the best breakfast burrito I've ever had in my life. Fantastic. So happy National Burrito Day, everybody. Oh, wow. Okay. Thanks. Elizabeth. Hi, happy April 1st. It's almost Easter, and I'm just in it for the candy. Wait, wait hold on, Veronica, before you before you go to the next person, could you say burrito for us the way you say it? Because I, I just thought of that. Burrito? No, burrito. no, 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 Veronica. I want her to say Oh. Burrito. This doesn't sound Mexican. That's the original way it was supposed to be said. I thought you were I'm saying it as a as a white fat German guy. I thought you wanted to hear my Midwest accent say it. No, I think sounds like mine. I think Elizabeth said burrito, which is an Italian cheese. Oh, you guys want a burrito? Let me ask you this. Say the word toast. Toast. Yeah, because that's how you say it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Today's also opening day for baseball. So I want to give props to Dodger Nation because today they opened their season against Colorado and play second. Congratulations, Dodgers. I heard the Yankees didn't do so well today. Yeah, but the Dodgers are defending champions. So out of two teams, they came out in second place today. Way to start their season. Okay. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Thursday. It's uh, National Burrito Day. And if you are going to get a burrito, get a shrimp burrito. They are fucking awesome. I don't know if you ever had one, but I recommend getting a shrimp burrito. Okay. And Ian. What's up, everybody? I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> show it. Show us. Prove it. Prove it. Let's no, see it. No, no, no. You don't, no, Ian, you don't have to do that. I won't. Really. I, I'm okay with you just not showing us that you're not wearing. Don't be a hater, bro. Don't be a hater. We're, <laughs> we're always okay with this. I'd be fine with seeing it. Everyone, everyone at home, everyone at home, Ian's not going to show it, so just imagine it. Ian, now I have imagine to ask. Imagine it in your head. Now I have to ask. Now, you have a mustache upstairs. Is there a mustache downstairs? Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> um, That's a landing uh, strip. It's full oh, beard. Okay. It's full beard. <laughs> Let's start tonight's show. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Does the carpeting match the drapes? <laughs> I just know drapes. He's got no drapes. <laughs> that, that window's fully open. I've got more window treatments. Shut up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so let's start tonight's show. It's April 1st, which means that on top of paying rent and mortgages you can't afford right now, you also have to contend with someone playing an April Fool's Day joke on you. We all have done it at one time or the other, but do we all really know why we do it? We thought that tonight we would start the show with a quiz to see just how foolish we are when it comes to April Fool's Day. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. 
Peter will ask a question about April Fool's Day. If you know the answer without give, without being given a multiple choice, you get five points. If you answer it correctly with a multiple choice, you only get one point. Now, before we start, can I just bring something up real quick because it is April Fool's Day? How do you guys feel about like women who do pregnancy uh, April Fool's jokes? Because today, some people were getting, some celebrities were getting into hot water for doing that. I didn't want to say who it was because we kind of have a, a connection. Yeah, not so I, don't wanna, I don't want to, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, but not just her. Like there, I know in the past, like Haley Bieber did it too, I think last year or two years ago. And a lot of women are saying, God, I hope this is, an, you know, not an April Fool's joke because it's really insensitive to women who are trying to have kids or have lost kids. So I just wanted to kind of bring this up and see just really quick. We have a lot to cover today, but just, I want to hear some quick answers to this. Ian, you're saying no. Oh God! Um, I think it's I think it's tired. It's been done before. I think if, if people really want to go out and really mess with people's heads, say you got an abortion. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, that's true, uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, I just don't think it's like a great prank idea. It's a little too like heavy, not heavy, but like a legit matter to be like joking about. So that's like an off-limit, like, April Fool's joke. Like, that's one topic that you should never just kid around. Yeah, because there are people who, like, do it other times of the year to, like, trick people, though, too. I don't know. It's just, uh, if if you are, great. Say you are. And if you're not, just don't say anything. I was just wondering. I wanted to kind of hear you guys' you know, take on this. Um, Chris? Um, I think it's about as um, funny as this. There's a new prank going around that uh, husbands and boyfriends uh, put a camera in the living room and then they call their girlfriends fat and they call it a prank. So Ooh, if you think that's, that's not funny, a prank, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, they basically it's like they, they you know they don't just say it straight up, but they like hint towards it like in little ways, like basically trying to call their girlfriends or wives fat. So if you think that's funny, then you think a fake pregnancy is funny. So mm-hmm. that's, that's my opinion on it. Okay, uh, Joe. You know, a lot of women um, have have lost uh, a baby before carrying full term. There are a lot of women who just can't have a baby. I think it is a little bit insensitive. Now, if you live in LA and you want to do a do a prank and make it sound like something unbelievable happened in April Fools, tell everyone you bought a house because <laughs> won't, won't believe it. That's true. <laughs> that's a, that's a better prank. Like, are you a fucking the first, the first thing you'll get is 20 texts going, how the fuck did you buy a house? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. not, it's not an apartment I'm in. It's a house. Oh, so, 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 you bought, so buying a house and an abortion. Either one will work then. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, and then I'm going to go with Danny, and then we'll start the game. I actually, I, I saw the the, the, um, the story we're talking about. Firstly, anybody who believed that, 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 that somebody who's 47 years old um, and it had, has like 12 kids already, was was actively excited about the thought of having an extra one. You were on, on April Fool's Day. That, that That's their fault. But yeah. no, the, the best the best um, uh, problem today that, that involved April Fool's was at like 8 o'clock this morning, the uh, beat writer for the New York Mets um, tweeted out that it's opening day and the first game of the season has been canceled due to COVID or uh, p- postponed due to COVID. And yeah. people, people, people kept saying, this is an April Fool's joke. That's terrible. 
So then he actually had to come out and say, why would I make a joke about COVID no matter what day it is? Yeah. So COVID's <laughs> also, like, not acceptable. Go no, it's, it's just an infectious disease. It's not a joke. Okay, right. Danny wanted to say something real quick. Go ahead, Danny. Yeah, it is a bit insensitive, but we uh, we actually did a few years ago. We just sent a bunch of balloons to a friend of ours, but not the girl, the guy, just saying it's a boy, you know, and he had no idea what was going on. <laughs> that was actually funny. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> okay pete let's all go ahead and start the game okay so again really quickly how we're going to do this these questions are really hard because i knew nothing about april fool's day until this morning so i'm assuming most people aren't going to know these answers so if by, by some bizarre reason one of you like maybe danny you also have a freak knowledge of april fool's um <laughs> Um, if you know the answer without me giving you a multiple choice question, um, answers, um, you get five points. If, if not, then I will give the multiple choice and I'll ask each person and then we'll figure out, uh, you know, how many of you are right. So, okay. So we have 10 questions. So here's our first question. Although there is no definitive answer to how April Fool's Day began, the most popular theory involves people who were ridiculed between March 25th and April 1st for not accepting the changes of this calendar. Does anybody, uh, oh wait, Elizabeth? Gregorian? Um, or Julian? That's not, that's not the- Julian uh, calendar? The, I'm you not gonna let you answer calendar. all the calendars, goddammit. Just run through all the calendars. Okay, so- Oh, sorry, wait, wait, make calendars? No, 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 no. Okay, so here's, here's the uh, choices. Um, and Elizabeth, you can't play any longer because you-, no. you, you, you <laughs> Ha! So now, but she did She did eliminate one of the three options, so it can only be one of these two. It's either going to be the French calendar or the Julian cal- calendar. So, uh, so Elizabeth can't go, but Veronica, what do you say? French or Gregorian? I mean, French or Julian? I'll say French. Okay, Joe. Um, aren't, aren't These seem like cuts of French fries. <laughs> uh, not, not, not calendars, uh, but I'll go Julianne uh, okay. uh, only because waffle isn't available. I'll go the waffle calendar. <laughs> French or Julian calendar? I'll say French. Okay. How about you, Chris? Okay. If French and Julian sound like the same thing. Just want to say that out there. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, French. Okay. And Ian? I'm going to go Julian. Okay, well, the actual answer is the French calendar. Um, apparently, um, the French calendar was reformed in the 16th century, um, I guess in 1564. And March 25th through um, May, April 1st um, was usually the time of celebration for um, New Year's. And so what happened was once they reformed the calendar, the people that didn't accept it would still be, um, you know, celebrating New Year's uh, around April 1st. And that's how this all started, according to uh, to, to the most popular of the uh, theories about it. There's like 10 different theories, but that's the one that's most popular. What a fool they were. Oh, hey, so and, and say what you want about Chick-fil-A. They have the best Gregorian fries. So, so, that, so that means that, that Veronica, Danny, and Chris all got one point for that one. Um, Okay, here's our second question. Ancient Rome had their own similar celebration at the end of March. Was it called, uh, I'm not supposed to ask that yet. Um, Does anybody want to take a guess at what it was called? Or does anybody know what their uh, celebration at the end of March was called that was similar to uh, April? Okay, Ian. Now remember, if you answer this incorrectly, you cannot answer in the uh, multiple. Oh, Toyota-thon. That is incorrect. (laughs) 
Okay, so here's here's the three choices. Toyota is Japanese. How dare you? Fel- Felicitas, Stolti Diaz, or Hilaria. So, um, so Veronica. Alan Bowman's wife. I'm the only word I understood was Hilaria, so I'm gonna go with Hilaria. Okay, Joe. I'll go with Hilaria too. Okay, Elizabeth. I will also go with Hilaria. Danny. I think if you translate it, it's probably is Hilaria. So is that your answer? Yeah. Okay, and Chris. What was the second choice again? The, uh, Stolte Diaz. Yeah, I'm going with that one. Okay, well, the actual answer is Hilaria. Um, it, it involved people dressing up in disguise and mocking fellow citizens and even mag- magistrates. It was said to be inspired by Egyptian legends of the gods Isis, Osiris, and Seth. So and yes, today, dressing up and mocking citizens called the GOP. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, so right is, now, is Hilaria the root of Hilarious? Yes. I guess so, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Hilarious oh, is from the Latin Hilaria. That was smart. Look at you. So that means everybody except for Ian has at least one point. Ian is the only one with no points at the moment. Um, Veronica, Chris, and Danny all have two. And, no, Chris. And, no, Chris I got it wrong. Oh, you got, got it wrong. Veronica and Danny. Oh, you went wrong with that one. I'm sorry. I, yes. I thought you answered it correctly. I, well, you know, I'm keeping score, so that's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's our, our third <laughs> question. Clearly. The earliest recorded association between April 1st pranks and foolishness can be found in this book. Does anybody know which book first mentions uh, pranks on April 1st? Okay, uh, Elizabeth. Canterbury Tales. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's correct. You just got five points. Busting out the Chaucer. Look at you. Now, now, how did you know that? Like, is that just... just She's a door. (laughs) What? Is it because she's a dork? Yes. I mean, I actually was just reading something about April Fool's Day, and it mentioned the Canterbury Tales. Interesting. Okay, well, that is correct. So now now Elizabeth vaults into the lead with six points. Okay, vaults, come on. Right, Joe? Yeah, that is correct. Also, Canterbury Tales has some, it's supposed to be funny, but there's some, like, really, like, like, gross funny in there. Yeah. Like the whole thing, yeah, about, it's got like the whole thing humor. about the cook, the cook, and it's oozing and his oozing knee. <laughs> okay, so let's go on to our next question. Early April Fool's pranksters would secretly stick to this people's ba- uh, stick this to people's backs. So early April Fool's pranksters, they would stick something to people's backs. Does anybody know what it was? Kick me sign. No, you're not. You're, no, is that, that is that your answer? Yes. Okay. Yep. Mr. Big Mouth. Yep. No, oh. no, it's not. <laughs> so now you're out. Okay, is anybody else? Wait, wait, in. It's not Toyota Thon eating. Plague rats. No, that is not correct. <laughs> okay, anybody else want to guess, or should I give you the three multiple choice questions uh, answers? Okay, multiple the choice. three choices are either uh, are either dead bugs, paper fish, or drawings of an unpopular king of the time. So, uh, Veronica, which one of those do you think? Swaggerless ass prints. I'm going to say the drawings on the unpopular kings of the time because it's just so, like, bizarre. Okay, Joe. I'm going to go with paper fish only because I think people had dead bugs on them anyway. So there's nothing really funny about it (laughs) at the time. So I'm going to go with paper fish. Elizabeth. I will also go with paper fish. And Danny. 
paper fish. Okay, well, you guys are right. It's paper fish. So, so Veronica, you got that wrong. Um, it, it was actually something started by the French. Um, the victims of the of pranks course. were the, the victims of the pranks were called Poison de Poison or April Fish, which is also the, what they call the day in France. Yeah, Poisson d'Avril. Je prends un peu de français. Okay, so, wow. so, so that means that that Elizabeth has is now got has now got seven points. Seven. And um and it means Joe and I have two, Danny has three. three. Yes. See, I do that. And Veronica has two as well. Hmm. Okay, so we're moving on to question number five. See, so isn't this great? We're learning about, about April Fool's Day. Yeah. This is a lot of interesting <laughs> fun, fun stuff. Educational and fun. That's what it's all about. That's what we say about <laughs> ourselves here at TMI Daily. We're educational and fun. We're like TNBC used to be. Um, okay. So in Scotland, in Scotland, this day is traditionally called something. Does anybody want to guess what that is? There's a traditional name for April Fool's Day in Scotland. Anybody? No? Okay. So I'm going to oh, wait. You- I think I, I, wait. Is it, is it the day of the stupid? That is incorrect. Okay. So, okay, I'm going to give everybody else the three choices. It's either Beltran's Day, oh. Mary Moss, or the Hunt the Hunt the Galk. Hunt, well, Hunt the Galk Day. So, I'll do that again: Beltran's Day, Mary Moss, or Hunt the Galk. I like saying that. Hunt the Galk. And he makes fun of me for the way I say burrito. Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, so you tried to answer Veronica, so you're out of this question. So, Joe, I'm going to say Mary Mouse. Okay, Elizabeth, Children's Day. Um, Danny, let's go with Hunt the Gulk. Wow, guys, I like this. Three different answers. It was very exciting. Okay, uh, Chris, Hunt the Gulk, and Ian, Hunt the Gulk. Okay, well, good for Ian and, and Chris. They finally got one right. It is Hunt the Galk. Oh, cool. Apparently, um, people pass a sealed message that reads, Dinner Laugh, uh, Dinner, D-I-N-N-A. Dinner Laugh. Dinner Laugh, Dinner laugh, dinna Smile, Hunt the Galk, Another Mile. Um, and, and upon reading it, the recipient will send it to another person for him or her to help the sender. Oh, you stop. <laughs> So, so it's just like a chain letter. Google, Google, Google was trying to help me there for a second. These are some swaggerless ass pranks. These are trash. <laughs> so, 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 so Ian, it's a pyramid Ian, scheme, right? Oh, <laughs> I peed the fish to your back. How do you feel about that? <laughs> so, so, Danny just got your fourth point. Is it Danny or is it fourth? Sure, fourth yeah, so this is fourth point. It's fourth point, and Ian and Chris finally got their first. Uh, uh, no, second, no. sir. Oh, second for Ian. Chris second for Chris. First for Ian. I'm bringing up the rear. Yes, you are. Nothing offensive with that. Okay. Um, so- <laughs> Mike McGrath said that that burrito looks like it's trying to mount Joe's head. Yes, <laughs> everything looks like it's trying to mount my <laughs> head. Because I'm the sexiest bald man in the world. Whoa. <laughs> so we're moving on to question hey. number six. Question number six in the United States. <laughs> April Fool's Day pranks last all day, but in most other country countries, people are required to stop pranking by this time. Does anybody want to venture a guess or no? Okay. So no, oh, wait, yes. Elizabeth? Okay. Uh, 6 p.m.? 
Is that your final answer? Yes. That's incorrect. Okay, so is the actual answer, okay, here's your choices, everybody else. 12 p.m., 3 p.m., or 9 p.m.? So, Veronica, uh, what do you want to go with? Can you please repeat the question? The question is, in the United States, April Fool's pranks last all day, but in most countries, people are required to stop pranking by this time, either 12 p.m., 3 p.m., or 9 p.m. I'm going to say 3 p.m. Okay, Joe? Uh, Noon, 12 p.m. Danny? I don't think it'd be 9 p.m. just because why not just finish the whole day? So I would say noon. Chris? I'm going to go with three because that's when school lets out. Okay, and Ian? I think other countries have a lower threshold for bullshit, so I'm going to go with noon. (laughs) Okay, well... I'm like, I wish it was noon. For our our four people who said noon, you are correct. Oh, wow. Um, It's noon. You got time for BS, you know? Okay. Yes, so yes, very funny. Honestly, what do you, you, you know, Ian, you were you were you were uh, fighting from the back for a while there, but you came back twice in a row now with with, with correct answers. I know. I'm feeling myself. It's you. You are. You're. This is your time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in Belgium, in Belgium, April Fool's Day goes by two names: the name of of innocent children, and what is the second name? Does anybody know? Anybody want to guess? Anybody? No? Okay. So here are your three choices. Day of the observant, day of stupid children, or day to be fooled. Now, of course, they don't say it in English. They say it in Belgium. <laughs> Whatever. Belgium? They say it in Belgium. I think it's called French. French, yes. I, <laughs> I said French. They say it in Belgium. Belgians. They, they say, say it in vegan aves. How dare you, sir? John Claude Van Damme. Rouge. They say it in so, so, so Veronica, uh, which name? Uh, day of the observant, day of stupid children, or day to be fooled? I'm going to say because it is Belgium. I'm going to say that they would say stupid children. Okay. It's not, you know, God forbid we call children stupid in this country. So, yeah. No? And day of the observant. Elizabeth. Day of the observant. Danny? Uh, stupid children. Chris? Same, stupid children. And Ian? I'm going to say, again, to, due to the lack of tolerance for BS, I think they're they're calling kids stupid for doing this. So I'm going to say day of stupid children. Well, guess what? Ian, you're three in a row. It is oh. the day oh, wow. of stupid children. Hell yeah, Belgium. Very Tell them kids what's what. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ian, you're, you're, you're making a move now. I know. Yep. That's right. You're, you're, I think you're one behind Joe right now, if I'm not mistaken. Danny, Danny is, uh, Danny's got five. Uh, Veronica's got four. Joe's got four, I believe. And uh, Chris and Ian both have three, I think. Oh no, wait. Ian has, um, Chris, yeah, Chris has four. Sorry. Okay. And Elizabeth has seven. Have seven still, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So, um, so here's number question number eight. Spain, Hispanic America, well, Spain, Hispanic America, and the Philippines celebrate the day of the, the day of I can I gotta read this one more time. Spain, Hispanic America, and the Philippines celebrate the day of holy innocence, which is similar to April Fool's Day on this date. Does anybody know what date it is? The exact date? The exact date. It's I mean it dates every year, so 
So yeah, it's an exact date. Nobody. Okay. So here's your. I know the days. month, but I just don't know the exact oh, well, don't, date. Well, don't help. Don't help anybody. Uh, is is so? Here's the uh, the three choices: January thirteenth, April 9th, or December twenty eighth. So, Veronica, which one do you want to go with? So it's in Mexico. They celebrate El Dia de los Inocentes, and that's usually right after Christmas. So it would be December. What was the date? Twenty eighth. I would. I'm going to go with December twenty eighth. Okay, Joe. December 28th. Elizabeth? <laughs> December 28th. Daddy? El 28 de diciembre. Okay, Chris? Show off. <laughs> <laughs> burrito. <laughs> oh, oh, hey there, you kids want some burritos? Quit flexing. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> uh, December 28th. <laughs> and in. I would be stupid to go against Danny Brock on this one. So we go December 28th. It's well, like a burrito, right. but we it made them in December, the bars. It's December 28th. <laughs> you guys want some frozen taquitos? I hear they're pretty authentic. Yeah. So we're Wait, moving on to question wait, number <laughs> Question number nine. Question number nine. The slasher film April Fool's Day came out in what year? Does anybody want to guess this one? Or, 1981. Uh, in, was was that your well, Joe? You just answered your question, so no, you're incorrect. Right. Does anybody uh, else want to take it? 1983. Uh, okay, well, you're also incorrect. So, Whatever. anybody else want to guess, or should I'll I give the three options? No, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay, so the three options are either 1984, 1986, or 1988. So, uh, Veronica, um, 1988. Um, Elizabeth, 84. Danny. What were the choices again? 1984, 86, or 88? That was 86. Okay, and Chris? I'm going to go with 86. Okay, well, the actual date that the film came out was March 27th, 1986. So, So Danny and Chris got that right. So, Danny, you're one behind Elizabeth right now, and this is a Final question. Right. Final question right now. So Final you're the only one who can question. catch Elizabeth. In Final. 1992, NPR Radio performed an elaborate prank in which they ran a commercial spot for a former mm. president who claimed that they were running for office again that year. Which president was it now? Does anybody want to say? What year was it again? What year was it again? 1992. Wait, so Ian. I'm going to say Richard Nixon. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You're correct. You got it. Uh, I, I was like, oh, it might be limited. <laughs> no, wait. Yeah. He just caught Elizabeth. <laughs> so, oh, did he? Yes, he did. Oh, wow. You said, you said that Danny was the only one to catch, but that's not true. If somebody got to five. See, this is how I work. I lurk in the shadows at the beginning, and then I pounce. Amazing. That's that creepy. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, you can't say that with that mustache. You can't say that. <laughs> from my van. Yeah. Win? Who won? Ty. Ty. Ian and I tied. Ty. Oh. Sharing the glory. Yay. Okay, guys. Well, um, I think our guest is ready to come on. So let's go ahead. Are we bringing him on now, Pete? Sure. Okay. Is he or is it April Fool's joke? No, he's so actually- happy April Fools, everybody. Yes. Woo-hoo. I was actually gonna ask you guys, like, you know, well, I'll I'll save it for afterwards. So I had one final question. Okay, so let's bring on our guest tonight. 
People like us have spent the better part of the last five years making fun and satirizing Donald Trump. Our guest tonight, Peter Beresford, took it a step further by writing a hilarious book called The Trump Guide to Spirituality. Please welcome Peter Beresford. Hi, Peter. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Just let me turn this on. I'm fantastic. How are you? We're doing well. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Uh, are you Veronica? Where's Veronica? That's me. <laughs> nice, to, nice to meet you face to face. It's like a blind date. It's like we're meeting for the first time. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not trying to date, but... Right, right. <laughs> and I'm married too, so... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so before we get into your book, uh, let's talk a little bit about your background. What can you tell us about yourself? Uh, what a big... Beautiful question, that is. What can I tell you about myself? I, I like to put house plants on my uh, kitchen table, so that, that first start, that's <laughs> something. I, uh, I live in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, I've, I've had an interest in comedy my whole life, so that's been a real uh, consistent thread uh, throughout my life. Uh, I'm a college instructor up here, and I teach English to international students. Uh, and I guess along with comedy, my other two big interests were meditation. And I've had a really steady practice in that for a couple of decades. And travel, I lived uh, about almost 10 years in Asia. Uh, and when Trump got elected, I you know, accidentally developed a media obsession. <laughs> and, and so sort of those, those interests I had in comedy and uh, meditation and whatnot kind of combined uh, into the idea for this book. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I want to talk about your book, the actual book. Can you give an, our audience a little bit of an idea of what it's about? Because it's such a smart and funny idea. Because, I mean, we lived it here in the United States. So I want to hear about your book. <laughs> well, the best way to, to talk about my book is really just to show everybody to cover it. Is this, is this showing up uh, yes. the right way? It's actually it's on backwards. our screen already. So you don't yes, we actually have it on screen as well. Right on the screen. Okay. So the cover of the book sums up uh, a lot about it, which is it's simply a, an absurd creation that may not even need to exist. It's, uh, you know, half the value in this book is the cover uh, to, to put the word prompt next to spirituality is, is such a ridiculous concept. So that was the first uh, thing that happened to me. I was just... Uh, taking a nap and it, the idea occurred to me and I thought it was hilarious. And then I thought, well, what does it mean? You know, it's, it's really going to be eye-catching and grabby to put, to, to call a book, The Trump Guide to Spirituality. Uh, it started as The Trump Guide to Buddhism. And then I thought, oh, there's going to be more material if I bring in every other religion. So essentially what the book is, is a collection of all the most ridiculous things that Trump has ever said which in 2017, 2018 was a lot funnier. Uh, and so on the left, we have the Trumpism. And then on the right, we have a response from Buddha uh, to this menu of God, Jesus, Buddha, Hinduism, uh, Allah, Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> neuroscience, Judaism, Gandhi, Nietzsche for the atheists, uh, MLK for the, the social, social side of things. So every possible, or not every, but... Uh, a, a really big scope of spiritual modes or religions or uh, whatever your spiritual mode is, they, they were brought into this. So it's really how would God respond to a Trump tweet? And whatever your God is, 
uh, you'll find the answer in, in the book. That's great. So when you decided to do this, um, did you have any fear of any backlash from Trump supporters? And if so, uh, or have you had any backlash, I should say? You know, like have people written like, you know, negative reviews about the book or maybe tweeted you about it? Uh, that's a really good question. And I was worried about that. And I had an acid test the whole time I was making the book. And that was, I had to bring the book and all the rough drafts to my parents who were Catholic, Trump-loving Canadian Republicans, if, if that's a possible thing. And I had to make sure they were okay with the book. Uh, and if they were okay, if they didn't think it was truly Trump bashing, then I knew that I was towing this line because the real, the art of the book is whatever side you're on, you know, Republican, Democrat, wherever you're at, uh, you should be able to read the book as if it's written for you. So if you're a Trump lover, you can interpret each two pages like they're in support of Trump. And uh, if you're on the other side of the fence, then you could, you could interpret it as a, a criticism or um, you know, a mock on him. But I had to be careful not to, not to be too far uh, to the left because it's, it's really easy to find, you know, very easy to find slams on Trump. There's not much comedy or originality in that. I, that was my thinking. Yeah, you know, at the time, right? And so I wanted to make something that embraced that uh, the concept of equanimity, which is that Buddhist concept of the middle path. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very oh. unique, <laughs> very very yeah. unique. Yeah. Um, I have one final question before I open it up to the panel. Since you are from Canada, do you have any thoughts on doing the, a book like this about Justin Trudeau? Uh, yeah, he's. He's kind of he's kind of boring. <laughs> not that I mean, <laughs> there's not. There's, I don't think. I don't think there's a lot there, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, yeah, I think I'd stay away from political books or, or with political characters because it's really hard to promote them uh, because you can't run ads on any of the major platforms for good reason. They'll shut your ads down because it's it looks like a political ad. Mm. Uh, so. But yeah, Trudeau, one of my favorite Trudeauisms was uh, speaking moistly. Did you guys hear that one? No. Yeah, yeah. He, he was saying we have to be careful during COVID and we should uh, be careful not to speak too moistly to one, one another. That, that's one of my favorite things that he said. <laughs> Good weird one. <laughs> okay, so let me open it up to the panel. Does anybody have any questions for Peter? Let's start with you, Joe. Uh, hi, thanks for coming on the show, Peter. Um, I got a question. Since you've gone through all of these, like you're not just doing Buddhist, you're doing all sorts of different religions like that. Uh, has uh, writing this book uh, changed or altered your own spirituality? Uh, it has reminded me of the common link between all of the spiritual modes and how they're all just ladders going up to the same point from different angles. And so I, I think that, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, it kind of rounded out my, that belief that I think I already had. And that, that looks like a great burrito. Yes. It's national burrito day here in the U S. Oh, <laughs> Elizabeth. I, I was going to ask if you thought you could do one about Biden, but I get also wanting to get away from political stuff. Although yeah, Biden has well, his own. Yeah, well, actually, this is a good idea. The Biden one was the Biden Guide to Eloquence or Complete Sentences, something like that. (laughs) Um, And uh, there's obviously a lot there. 
Uh, and then, so I have thought about that. I just want to stay away from the politics because every time I run an ad, it, it'll get flamed. It'll just get hundreds of comments in a, in a day. Uh, the other political one was the Kim Jong-un guide to intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of politics, everyone, you know, we do the comedy stuff here and everybody's like, oh, aren't you sad Trump's out of office because now you, what are you going to do for comedy? As far as like being interested in comedy, do you feel that it's harder or probably easier now? Well, I mean, when like 80% of the conversations are about one thing, then yeah, it's easy to make jokes about that one thing. I mean, late night TV became Trump comedy. That's most of late night TV. And I think, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't know if everybody indulged in that like media thing as much as I did, you know, I'm getting hooked on all that, but I I love having other things to joke about again. It, I, I've noticed that there's just like a, a free part of our brain, a freer part of our brains now to, uh, you know, have new jokes come to us. We're not always focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pete. So Peter, by the way, very good first name. I, I have the same one. Are you Peter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> good to meet Great. you, Peter. Good name. Um, uh, so I, I've, I've I've often wondered one thing. Um, I, I've always been very very interested in the news, and I'm and I'm definitely what I guess you would call a news junkie. But I think over the four years that Trump was president, I I was even more involved in news than I ever was prior. Um, do you think that there's going to be a, like as as time goes by and they start really kind of looking at the last four years? Um, do you think there's going to be any correlation to people becoming more um, politically savvy and more news savvy because of, of everything that Trump was doing um, and causing people to actually look at the news more more clearly now? Yeah, I absolutely do. It's the yin and the yang thing, you know. It's the uh, what was that? The, what was it called? The Washington Post Pinocchio meter or whatever yeah. it was, right? And so we got this idea in our head that the most powerful man in the world could, could lie like uh, a thousand times a month <laughs> or whatever it was. And and so I think that's, that's a little unner- unnerving and a really natural reaction is to to be a little more skeptical and, and dig in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope so. I feel the same way. Like I was always into news and politics, but over, over the Trump thing, I, I got way, more into it, maybe too into it. Um, I don't know. Only time will tell if, if we stick around because mm-hmm. media or politics became uh, what's it called, like theater, like, like a WWE. soap opera. Yeah, like a soap opera, right? And yeah. so I don't know if it's really going to sustain uh, like people like ours' attention if it's less less like a soap opera. Yeah, it's, it's it's gotten incredibly boring in the last three months. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they had the big finale on January sixth, and then since then they kind of they really haven't been wrapping up the story very well. I, I actually before before you you know you go to anybody else, Veronica, I had one other question. Since Trump was such a plethora of of uh, of useful quotes, was there any one quote that you saw that was just like, okay, this is just even too stupid for me to to, to use in the parody? <laughs> oh man, that's such a good question. Uh, I went through I going through hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands, over thousands of Trump quotes. Was there one that was too stupid to include? No. I, I think that, like, I, I scored them, I ranked them, I 
categorize them, and all the stupidest ones found their way in here. So I think I think the stupidest one was that's in here was uh, I know words. I have the best words. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. I, I think that really like there's a there's a there's a clarity to that, a beauty to that one. Did you did you put any of the his big brain in in, in there at all? About, his about, big brain. His big. Uh, no, it's not brain. It's brain because that's how he said. Brain. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I got some about his IQ. Okay, good. There's definitely something about him being the smartest. You all know how smart I am. That kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Danny. Um. Hi, Peter. Um. Do you have any plans since you have so many? For maybe a sequel to that, or you know, what are you? What's your plan for your follow-up? Yeah, that's, a, that's a, such a fun thing for like you guys are in comedy and you're creatives, and and it's just so fun to keep the gears going. And so I, I keep wondering that. And to be honest, I think the next project is going to be the Cardi B Guide to Love, Success, and Intimacy. Hmm. That could be a good one. I mean, I, I know, I know you don't want to do politics, but the Matt Gates Guide to Picking Up Women would be really great. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, I think that, that's uh, yeah. Hopefully, who knows about that one? Well, it's only it's only one page long. It's it's get to the high school before it closes. <laughs> that's that's right. I do know from all the close-ups of that guy's face in the last day, I know he moisturizes a lot. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Any final questions for Peter? Okay. Well, Peter, so where can people get your book? I know it's on Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon is really the best way. They, uh, they, they actually pay me a surprisingly good amount for every book I sell, which shocked me. <laughs> Yeah, you just, just search Trump Guide to Spirituality on Amazon or Google, and, and it'll probably be the first thing you see. Uh, and, yeah, if you go to the website, there's just a bunch of videos that I sent you, Veronica, that give you a funny uh, funny idea what the book's about. Bezos yeah. was like, what's that? It's making fun of Trump? Give him a little extra. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> a, a friend of mine, uh, actually, sister-in-law, is uh, Bezos' new uh, fiance or whatever that may be, and gifted the book to him uh, a month or two ago. So the book got in Bezos' hands. Uh, I don't don't have any proof, but uh, yeah, oh, maybe he's on his coffee it. table. <laughs> maybe it's on his coffee table. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, Peter, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Veronica. It's really good to meet all of you, and I'll make sure to tune in to another show. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, Peter. Yeah. So before we go on to our bracket battle, um, I guess I have one final question for you guys. Um, Is there like a favorite April Fool's joke that you've ever participated in or that somebody has played on you that you want to talk about real quick? Uh, Ian. Um, About 30 years ago, I told everybody I was gay. Sir, sir, you, you just keep it up that one, huh? He just can't let go. It's all it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all an April Fool's joke, guys. Yep. He always just does it so he can hook up with women. Sir, what? Sir, Danny, what about you? 
Um, we at the school, we told the kids we were going to, uh, me and this other teacher, we were going to make brownies and we were going to pass them out the next day for anybody who had turned in, you know, a specific, um, assignment. And what we ended up getting, <laughs> we actually went into the supply room, um, used a die cutter and used a bunch of different brown paint shades of paper to cut brown ease. Oh, so we put them. We put them on cool, plates and cool. covered them, and well, we didn't. These are brown E's. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was funny. Elizabeth, so I don't remember what the actual prank was because it was very mild. But um, in college, I was in a sketch group with this girl who uh, was fucking Looney Tunes at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, and would overreact and flip out about all sorts of things. We came late from somebody's birthday and she was, she had also got a cake for him and we apologized. And she was like, you're sorry, you're sorry. Happy fucking birthday. And threw the cake on the table. So that's the level we're working at here, right? Um, we've played whatever minor prank it was. She flips out and starts crying and screaming. And we're like, what is the deal? Turns out apparently she had a friend die on April Fool's Day. And like Jeez. thought it was, uh, people thought it was a prank. And she can't take the like have any fun with the day ever anymore. And we were like, um, sorry. And she like took the minor prank like way personal. Like I understand trauma. I understand it's a bad thing, but like, you know, there's levels to shit. Uh, she also someone made a dumb joke about like because it was their two thousands and the anthrax envelopes had gone around and she used to work at Disneyland and like their college program, which is really just a slave labor program. But let's be real. Um, and they had powdered soap at the time. And so they made the joke and she started screaming and crying about that. We're like, Whoa, what's wrong? And she's like, you don't understand. People used to take the powdered soap and then drop it on the rides. And we'd have to shut down the ride. Cause they would think it, you know, it was a, a powdered substance. And she's like, and you don't understand the children's faces. And she just is like, a fucking lunatic. So uh, I've never really done April Fool's Day before or since that one mild prank where I was immediately screamed at for it. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Who, who else wanted to share? Pete, did you have your hand up? Yeah. I, I When I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. I was already very meta. So uh, so one time I had my friends over my house on, on, um, on April Fool's Day and I actually put paint in one of my friend's hairs and then when everybody else was saying to him, you know, you got paint in your hair, he just didn't believe us. So it was so so we spent like an hour. No, no, you really had paint in your hair. And he never believed us. And then finally he realized he had paint in his hair. And he tried to throw me into my pool, even though it was winter. Still, technically, it was thankfully there was a cover on the pool. So I was safe. Stop yeah, I've always hated April Fool's, especially as a teacher. And I think Danny yeah. you can kind of vouch for that. It starts off. You get to school first thing in the morning and the kids are already like, you have a, you have a spider on you, April Fool's, like everything's April Fool's, like the whole day. But what we did once with some of the teachers at my old school, my very first boss that I had there, he was the best. Um, we saran wrapped his car. 
So we had like the industrial saran wrap paper and I mean, literally just saran wrap the entire car. So when he found out about it, instead of being upset about it, he just gave the custodian like 20 bucks and he spent all day like trying to take the saran wrap off. And yeah, so for him, it was just like not a big deal. He's like, oh, you guys are so funny. We're like, wait, what happened? We saran wrapped your truck. It's like, well, what happened? He's like, oh, I gave Ernie 20 bucks. So poor (laughs) Ernie had to spend like four hours during the day just, you know, taking off the saran wrap, but. Yeah, I've never really cared for April Fool's Day. So. You know you told your kids, no homework, April Fool. Actually, no, I never did that because I thought it was stupid. I hated it. It, it. it took the whole day. And kids just don't understand the concept of, like, okay, we get it, guys. We're not going to believe anything you do with April Fool's. So just, uh, I did my homework, April, April Fool's. <laughs> yeah, I heard like 50 <laughs> times. But anyways, okay, so let's move on to the most exciting part of tonight. So it's time for our battle bracket. (laughs) We spend a lot of time talking about celebrities who have careers in ruin, like Johnny Depp and Woody Allen. But this weekend is Easter, the time many believe that Jesus rose from the dead. So since we are off tomorrow, we thought we'd end our week by bracket battling for the best career resurrection ever. We've taken 32 celebrities who had success and then lost it, only to rise up from the dead just like Jesus did. So we put all of them in a randomizer at random.com, and now we'll try and pick the best career resurrection ever. Oh, and for fun, after I name a celebrity, how about someone tell us how they went from hot to not and back to hot? Got you covered. Yeah. Let's, let's go for Okay, so ready. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay. Pete, are you ready? Yeah, I'm I'm always ready. Okay. That's not true. So we have the first two battling it out. We have Ellen DeGeneres or Doctor and Dr. Dre. Well, okay, I'll 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 speak about the whole um Chris's whole... face. He looks very confused. The whole I'm just trying to figure out when did when did that's what I'm saying. Like when did he go when did he fall off? I, I don't Dang. remember a time that he fell off. Well, I mean you gotta, remember, you gotta remember after after um NWA ended, Dr. Dre, you know, he, he went to he went to death row, but then death row failed and he didn't have you know, the reality of it is there were several years between um between the the fir- the chronic and then um was it Dre two thousand? Um, I think, and and then after that, he became a billionaire because of headphones. Um, so so yeah, that's that's the uh, that's why. And, and again, I didn't pick these people. This all came from a People magazine um, a, an article about the fifty biggest well, career. Uh, I mean, I mean, headphones, but he also screwed over the poor guys over at Monster. Oh, uh, who's who's feeling sorry for Monster? But right. you know, oh, it's still oh. still the answer to this. We don't even have the, the answer to this one is Dr. Dre because Ellen just. Totally yeah, screwed everything up for this The answer is so, Dr. Dre. Yeah, he's worth like billions. Yeah, he's worth a billion dollars now. Okay, guys, yeah. so who votes for Ellen? Who votes for Dr. Dre? There you go. I mean, we don't even know. Let's Dre. move on. Yeah. <laughs> this might actually be faster than I thought. Okay, <laughs> the next two, Ed O'Neill and, or Eddie Murphy. I would say Ed O'Neill because of the success of Modern Family. Yeah, and he's like doing commercials and stuff now, and Eddie Murphy's still real uneven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's vote. Who votes for Ed O'Neill? Who vo- oh, Chris. <laughs> Chris. Oh, Chris. That's dear. Give us the dirtiest look. <laughs> I, 
I can't, I can't vote for Eddie Murphy no, no. because I was stuck behind that stupid trailer of his giant head <laughs> in, in traffic, and ever since then I can't. I can't. The I Dave. Yes. Yeah, so we just gonna pretend that he wasn't the donkey in Shrek. Okay, that's cool. That's what. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. but then he's well, fine. No, 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 it's fine. No, it's fine. No, we'll, that's we'll, pretty we'll much the only good thing. Because yes, then he dropped uh, off again. Daddy daycare was awesome. Flames. Okay. Dave, how dare you, Dave? Great movie. Fuck Dave. Bow finger. Norbit. Not talk about Pluto Dash. Norbit. Was it a thousand words or something like that? That nice girl. That nice girl on the corner of Sunset La Brea. <laughs> don't still an icon. You are not gonna swear to his name, okay? Beverly uh, Hills Cop is still one of the best comedies on the planet. Okay, well, this is a democratic process, so we're still voting. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Chris. We have to go with Ed O'Neill. Sick of the lies here. I'm sick of the lies. You know, there was a there was a, a 12 year difference between when um, Married with Children went off the air and and um, Modern Family Modern. started. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's let's fair. move on. The next two: Neil Patrick Harris or Dave Chappelle. Ooh, that's a, I'm going to say Neil Patrick Harris because he kind of Chappelle oh, like took a step back, but he was always kind of in relative full control of everything he was doing. But you gotta remember, Chappelle fell off because he didn't want to take 50 million to do a show. Then he came yeah. back and made twice that money yeah, so, within like two years. So yeah, that, though, but comeback. that's the whole thing. Are we doing it just he, did, he didn't fall off. He voluntarily he left. Yeah, he left. Yeah. He chose so that's not a fall off, so that doesn't fit yeah. in this. That's why you gotta go no, with Patrick your Harris was a teen. That kind of stage of his career ended and he wasn't doing anything for a long time. And then he, he was doing rants. And then he, he was on Broadway doing rants. And and becomes like the star, one of the stars of a show where he's playing a real womanizer. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and that that there alone is yeah. That's, that's no, no and he did Harold and Kumar. Yeah, he did Harold well, and Kumar. Let's yeah. talk about what what the, his his creepy thing over in Gone Girl too. So that's oh, he's he so was. good in Gone Girl. Yeah. Oh my god, he was the star of that show though. He was. I would one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Are we also talking about them like in a business sense as well? Like overall, like you know, they, I kind of feel like that has to be part of it because like yeah, if you okay, if you go away and then make a shit ton of money when you come back, like yeah. that's a so comeback. I, vote, I just want to make sure that's what we're talking about. But it's only a comeback because he chose to leave in the first place. It, yeah. It's I mean, still though, but here's the thing. But here's the thing, Bo. But even even choosing to leave can still be a fall off because when you choose to leave Hollywood, right. Hollywood fucking forgets about you. They don't give a fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes, there were still his fans who were still watching the show, and, like wondering where he went. But like at the end of the day, he could have tried to come back and do stand up and shit, and there, nobody could have been fucking with him. And the fact that he made twice the much money as he did previously, before when he was doing stand up and before a show, it's got to say something. I think Chappelle yeah. was always in control. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's vote. Who votes for Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah. We've got okay, five and two for Dave Chappelle. So Neil Patrick Harris, it is. That's fair. They're both good. I I, I can't really disagree with anyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next two, LL Cool J or Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman. Yeah, facts. Yeah, because you can't call it a comeback. It's been for years. And also, nice. he's, he's going to he, knock you out, man. Yeah, in a way, LL never left because he right. went from hip hop to acting to hosting. He never. Yeah. I don't. I don't see yeah. what well, fall off. It really, truly, don't, don't call it a comeback. You're, you're he's just been here for you're years. You're saying you're it's saying true. you totally forgot about NCIS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. So Jason Bateman, it is. I think we're yeah. all on the yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next two: Matthew McConaughey, Mayim Bialik. 
McConaughey. Uh, yeah, McConaughey. McConaughey. Oscar Award. When did, wait, when did Matthew McConaughey fall off? That's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. After, yeah. that, after, that, after that Sahara movie, he was and, kind of like... Every one of those horrible uh, movies, like with Kate Hudson, yeah. and, and and like, oh, just, that's a great like, movie. Here's my argument for Mayim. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, he was doing bad movies, but people were still seeing him and they mm-hmm. still knew what was going on. Mayim just was completely gone. And then she came back and, yeah. He won an Oscar. I mean, who would have thought that the all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, he, he never left. If we're playing like, Hello Cool J rules, right. yeah, he never left. Also, too, you can hate the movies that he did, but he was still around. And he also, those movies still made money. And those movies were still paying him money. They still made money. We're still paying him money. Okay, but he may have been making movies. That is correct. But he's now considered to be a major leading man, whereas before he was just the guy that's that you not, got for a movie that not, everybody else just, turned down. That's just an evolution of a career. That is yeah. not leaving in a comeback. Before before uh, Big Bang Theory, where, where was she? Because yeah. people didn't know. So. Yeah. Mercifully not on TV. This is definitely I the hate you, Dan Theory. I hate that so much. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> okay, guys. So I have a feeling this is going to be very controversial, and it's going to take us a long time to get through this. So we got to just keep moving. So who votes for Matthew McConaughey? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I actually got sold by Joe. My and Bialik. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, the next two. Cher, when did Cher fall off the planet? Never. Cher went from being like a joke, of, life, a, like a joke <laughs> of a singer in the seventies to being like a, an Oscar winner and like a major, a major film actress. And then when that fell apart, she went and became a, a, a music star again. She's she's come back about fifteen times. Yes, who is she up against? Mariah Carey. Mariah. No, don't Mariah leave. come back? Yeah, no, nah, sure. When did Mariah come back? I'm right. waiting for that. I mean, all she all she does is keep rehashing all I want for Christmas is you. When she went nuts and then and then a few years passed and then she put out the emancipation. <laughs> there's a period? There's just a period? That woman was in a pool in high heels for an interview and it was like, okay, she's, she's always she, been nuts. <laughs> Music-wise, she did that glitter movie in 2001 yeah, and yeah, that bombed, you know, and she didn't have anything significant come out until a couple a few years later when, like Peter said, the emancipation of Mimi But it's out. so short. And it's like a yeah. blip compared yeah. to Cher's like epic highs and lows. Right. So yeah, yeah. Cher, Cher has come back multiple times yeah. in different ways. First, yeah. Cher was, Cher was after leaving. To be Sunny. honest, Cher was kind of dead uh, after the Sunny Cher thing split up, and then yeah. came back, and then the music thing died. Only she was gone for a while, and then all of a sudden she was acting. Five, yeah, five she's had days. about she's had about three, three or four. So. And you know what? And I'm even going to say, like, during the election, she came back, too. Yeah. She was so outspoken that even, like, younger people who didn't really know who she was, like, they were retweeting mm. her and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, guess I, mean, I don't, I don't know if I can still I forgive her for auto-tune, but... Oh. <laughs> I, I think she's pretty happy she did it. Yeah. That's on so okay, like hundred million records. I vote for sure. Sure, has got to be it. Okay. Oh, sure it is. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> Mariah. Me okay, and Mariah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. or Patrick Dempsey? 
Robert Downey. Robert Downey. 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 Yeah, yeah, Robert Downey. He is the he is the epitome of a comeback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, McDreamy's all nice and everything, but no. Yeah. And his yeah. was a comeback, but no, Downey's bigger. Way bigger. Okay, the next two: Joaquin Phoenix or Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Ooh. I'm gonna go he with Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. I'm gonna go with Michael Keaton. Because Phoenix wow. just does crazy shit and like. He he also didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, he didn't go anywhere. That's also true. That's true. Because yeah. he made a whole Phoenix. documentary out of that phase right. where he looked like a hobo. Right. Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, I'm, let me argue for Joaquin Phoenix on this one. For 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 years, he was in his older brother's shadow. And, and then River Phoenix died, and then he became the weirdo um, who, who who did things like the uh, like that that whole time when he when he made himself look crazy, yeah. and he did that just for a documentary that he was making about you know like it was basically the biggest April Fool's prank ever. Right. And now he's won an Academy Award, and he's considered to be one of the big the the, the most important. All right, guys, I got, I'll be back this year. Uh, of our time right now, so I'm going with Joaquin Phoenix on this. I, I mean, nah. he, 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 he also Michael had been nominated for several Oscars was, before. Yeah, like oh. like he was like he was huge. He was like Mr. Mom and whatnot, and then he just kind of disappeared. He just went away. Yeah, you know but what I mean? Like, like 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 there was really there wasn't much going on, and then man, he just kind of reinvented himself, come back, gets Oscar yeah. nominations and all yeah. that, and just, yeah. just killing it with a it whole new... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with a whole new groove out of nowhere. I mean, he probably called up Robert Downey Jr. was like, hey, dude, how the fuck... <laughs> how do I do this? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Hey, Loki, like, they both came back with superhero school. movies. But that's how yeah. it feels, man. That's how it feels. Yeah, so, they both came back with superhero movies. Although he was like well, a I mean, fake he superhero. Like, all that too. I mean, he got nominated for yeah. Academy Awards. Have you seen him in the other guys? He's amazing in that. Yeah, he's I very well, I, listen, I love I love Michael Keaton, but I but I don't think his career today is where Joaquin Phoenix's career is today. And 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 Joaquin Phoenix had a lot more to fight to get to, to where he is because people didn't take him seriously. Yeah, but where is he? Oh, did he know? Where is who? Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Well, I mean, he just, the, the before the pandemic, he did Joker, which he won the Academy Award for. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just two years ago. No, well, that's good. That was two years ago because there hasn't been really two years. In, in two years. Two years. Oh, yeah. We had kind of a year off. Yeah. All right, let's vote. Yep. You're muted. Veronica, your your mic is off. Sorry. Um okay, who votes for Joaquin Phoenix? You guys are all wrong on this one. Who uh, votes for Michael Keaton, the rest of you? So Michael Keaton. The best man. Mr. Mom! <laughs> oh my god, I watched that movie so many times when I was a kid. Second column. Jared Leto or John Travolta? <sighs> Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Because John Travolta squandered it. Yeah, yeah. And keeps and yeah, he he had a couple chances. He's just also not a fan of Jared Leto, so that's yeah. I I, I, pains me to choose. No, I mean, I'm a fan of his performances. I'm not a fan of of like some of the stuff that he does. Yeah, again, I I realize he's a method actor, but no, you don't have to treat people. And then and then then John Travolta kind of got a little bit of a. Boost from the Scientology people, and then as soon as Tom Cruise joined, they were like, Oop, "See you, dude!" And uh, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> yeah, so wait, Toronto left though, didn't he? Leave Scientology? No, no he's still he's still technically part still of it. Left. He's he's just not as actively vocal about it yeah. as he may have. With been after all time. the tragedies he's had in the last, yeah, year. he's had a rough go of it. I still question because, I mean, uh, I 
is Kelly Preston died, and I heavily question if they, you know, how much medical treatment they sought no. based on their yeah. Scientology beliefs. Yeah. And that really, no, and nobody even knew she was that sick. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, that's not as we've learned, it's not uncommon to hide. But wow. also, I just question Scientology. Where is Shelley? I'm, I'm again going to uh, going to argue oh. for John Travolta because you're right, he did squander it again, but. This was a guy that went from being on a TV show in the early 70s to becoming the biggest star in movies for about five or six years and then being left for dead. I mean, he was left for dead for about 15 years until Pulp Fiction came along. And then for another five or six years, he was, again, the biggest star in in movies. Um, And now... You know, he does mostly crappy movies, but every so often he gets hired to be in a big movie still. So, name one. Name one right now. Well, I mean, well, not, for the past few years. On my head, I can't name one. Gotti? No. Oh, dude, Gotti was trash. <laughs> but, don't you dare say Gotti. We're talking oh, about the biggest don't, career don't, resurrection. Don't talk about that all. movie that Durst did with him. Oh, that's horrible. See, but this is the thing yeah. is, I'm the fan fan yeah. if we're oh. talking about if we're talking about the biggest <laughs> career resurrection ever, he's gotta be in the in the talking because his career was was below the lowest possible place. He was be. he was good in the people versus OJ Simpson. I'll give him that. He was, he was actually that. solid in that. But I'm just Robert I just Hero. I think you cannot go from from where like he was making like like, look who's talking 12, uh, you know, and then all there of a sudden... There were three of those, and the dog one there is were fun. You won't slander, look who's talking. Those are fantastic movies. I'm not here for the slander. After the first oh, one. That one with the dogs so many Number times. Number two is the best. Number okay, two is the best. That's what I'm realizing. I think I, fi- I figured out what the issue with this bracket is and why we're all having kind of, like, different opinions about it. So I think when we're talking about, like, a resurrection, like you're saying, overall, like, at one point... They were, you know, down here, and then they were able to boost themselves up. Or are we talking about now? Where well, see, I'm, saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm going with now. I'm going with now. See, that's see, that's and that's, that's the problem. Everybody that's not what, the way I'm thinking it because, like, when I thought of this, I was thinking the same thing. Like Jesus, like Jesus had a really bad day on a Friday, and then on a Sunday he was huge again. Um, and then what's he doing that, now, Peter? After that, it's kind so of, huge. It's kind Jesus of is still kind of, kind of big now. I'm going by now. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 so I'm saying he doesn't have abs anymore. He can't do any more miracles. He can't I think it, I think you got to be sustained. I think there's longevity, so that's how I'm going yeah, to continue yeah, to vote. Yeah, I, I, no, it has to. It, we have to go off of now because if you are going to compare him to Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ died, came back, and he's still one of the most popular religious figures yeah, on he, the planet. Yeah, so we have to go in now. Tomorrow, and you're, you're right. You're, you're right, Chris. But he's not getting any of the lead roles anymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? They just had a whole series on Netflix dedicated to Jesus. It's called the Messiah. They literally had a show about a guy who they thought was Jesus in the show. How dare you, sir? Exactly. But, I, that's, but that's what I'm trying to say. I think that's where the issue. See, comes. I'm still arguing like the people I that had had something happen that made their careers. It's got to be. We got to go with what they look. The what are they doing right now? Yeah. Where are they right now? And that's that, that's so Let's hard to do. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I mean, we definitely, like I said, we we all have a different idea of what this bracket is about. So I guess we're just going to have to just kind of, you know, vote for the people we mm-hmm. feel. And That's Pete, fair. if you feel strongly about the way that you have this intended, then keep, you know, fighting for the people that you. I know. am. Okay, <laughs> but, so like you have to give permission. Okay, Jared Leto or John Travolta? Who says Jared Leto? Reluctantly, Jared Leto. 
because I'm thinking of again now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd much rather have John Travolta's bank account than Jerry Lawless. I don't know. Okay, all your money's going to Scientology. Give 20% of it to Scientology. Yeah, all your money's going to Scientology. Yeah. Right. How many how many planes does Jared Leto have? That's he has like a cult island for people. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mars, my friend. Goes okay, now. let's keep going. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't make fun. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying it, it's a little weird. But okay, um, the next two: Paula Abdul or Rob Lowe. Okay, Paula Abdul went on tour with Ooh. the new kids. Like what Pablo. else? Well, like, I mean, Rob again, Lowe, Rob Lowe. Yeah. If you're using the logic I had when we put this together, it was Paula Abdul went from being like an '80s a pop star that faded by the early nineties. And all of a sudden in the two thousand, she came back because of American Idol and got she a, came, and back, she nice came back as a faded pop star on a, on a comedy show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Drunk ass, drunk every episode. Get the fuck out she of here. Like, How's that a comeback? She just sits at a desk and judges people. Come on. Mm-hmm. True. true. And Rob Lowe got that big boost on like, uh, Parks like, and Rec and yes. the Lone Star West Show. West and, I mean, and yeah, all that people that herself uh, admits that she's with her forward and two steps back, so... <laughs> I mean, at that concert, you know, Paula did show that she still has it. You know, no, at her not, age, yeah. you know, she's throwing she's herself off of, you know, elevated surfaces and landing she's on... She's doing that arthritis commercial now, so that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's national. She's throwing herself off of those ladders. I thought she's got the arthritis so. now. So. <laughs> um, okay, so who votes for Paula Abdul? Who says Rob Lowe? Okay, Rob Lowe it is. Okay, next two... Um, Martha Stewart or Alec Baldwin? Martha, because Alec Stewart. can't stop fucking up. <laughs> Martha Stewart. He can't not be a total yeah. fucking dick. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. You got to yeah. give it to Martha, too, because she went away, went to prison, and she came back and made like three times. She went away, away. Yeah, she went <laughs> away, away. Literally and went she away. Yeah. Also, she came back to make more money than she lost. Yeah, and, and, she, and, 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 and she rebranded herself because she was like, Aristocratic white woman, and then all of a sudden she's doing stuff with Snoop Dogg now. Yeah, oh, and it's great. Like, it's that's great. That's huge. Coming Mark. back from prison is 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 a is a, is a is the best tough, tough road. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. the best. Comeback. Let's, let's hope let's hope Trump has to learn about it. <laughs> okay, let's vote. Who votes for Martha Stewart? Come on. Okay, that's unanimous. The next two. Okay, I have something to say about this one. So it's between Ryan Reynolds and the Backstreet Boys. Now. Earlier, we were talking with Pete, and Pete says, you know, I think I'm going to put your band on them, on there, because, you know, they also, like, came back, and I said, you know what, in my heart, they never, ever died. So, their career <laughs> never died. Uh, but, no, so he actually put the Backstreet Boys instead of the new kids. And well, why did he put two Backstreet- reasons. Number one, it was, they were on the list of the, uh, that, I, that yeah. I got it from. Okay. But also, they went from, from being the biggest pop group in the world in the beginning of the 2000s to kind of being a joke for about 15 years. And then they had a hit album two years ago. Okay. Mm. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I love the Backstreet Boys too. And they have their yeah. Vegas residency yeah. and they keep yeah, doing no, it. Don't get me wrong. I, I like Ryan Reynolds a lot, but I, I think again, this is another one of those reinvented themselves. Never really went yeah. completely away things. Yeah. I mean, he could, you know, I think he changed where his leading role was in movies, but he was always doing movies. Yeah. And now he's even branched out as a very, very smart man and also branched out into a bunch of business and then using his fame to help. help yeah. Others. Cause he definitely had some stumbles I'm there. Say Ryan Reynolds is, is but, really doesn't count because yeah. I don't think he ever really left. He's just I would like to with you, Joe too. Me I, too. Yeah. I agree. So who votes for, um, Backstreet Boy? 
Backstreet's back. All right. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I'm going for Ryan Reynolds because I, I like him sync better. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Look, that's we're fair. never going to get the fucking reunion because Justin Timberlake's a piece of shit. So we're never going to wow. get the reunion, Danny. <laughs> we don't want to get the Elizabeth. He doesn't want to do the reunion because then we don't know. He doesn't want to do the reunion At because he knows you know, that Elizabeth. he knows that JC's you know. always been the best singer. singer. He's the best singer. Know, <laughs> you end up being a Spice Girls fan when they keep teasing it and keep teasing it and it never yeah. happens. Now it's not Posh isn't coming back. They're gonna come not, back. Not when, like she's saying anyway, but who, the, it's the five of them is the thing. They're gonna do a reunion when they're like seventy five. We're gonna be like, what are they yeah. doing? Why are y'all here? <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, it's tearing up my heart. Uh, Let's keep going. <laughs> guys, come on. Okay. <laughs> Carlos Santana or Tina Turner? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Yeah. Why are people looking? Come on. That's yeah. sad. Like, why yeah. are we even, like. Tina was still question. writing and producing. I'd yeah. Like yeah. It's just because he didn't have hits. You know, you know, and nobody then, was beating the shit out of Carlos Santana. Like like they came along and he was like, no, man, I can't find anyone to play guitar on yeah. this song as good as I could. And that's how he came back. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and they just, and they just had a documentary Tina about Turner. Tina Turner on HBO. Especially with so. Tina Turner. Yeah, and also, because if I hear smooth to this day, I get like triggered real bad remembering well, that one year where it, every, oh, it wouldn't stop playing. It's, it's, and that's, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's real true. Yeah, yeah it's a good song though. Just for it. That whole album, that Supernatural was a dope ass album. It's fact. a really good album. But I'm, I'm all about Tina. Maria, Maria. That's a good one. I do like this song. <laughs> it makes Peter sing. You know it's a good so, album. Um, Who's Maria? <laughs> can we all agree it's Tina Turner? Yes. yes. Yeah. Next two, Ben Affleck or Mandy Moore? Mandy. Mandy. No, no way. No, Ben. Ben, ben Affleck was, was a joke. No, ben Affleck was a joke. But he never went away. She never went away. She did. She completely disappeared. She fell yeah. off the map, man. She he, like, was, yeah. he was always chugging along. But here's but the he was too, though. Okay, so. so she yeah, was too, though. She was in like little bit parts and serious shows and little bit movies. and like, Mandy Moore wins because um. Uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, um, kept hiring him for his dumbass clerks movies. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Hold on. Hold on. When, it, when it comes to this whole thing, Ben Affleck did that movie Jelly, and he was basically out of. I mean, he was done. They weren't giving him anything after that. And then what happens? He comes back. He wins. He, he wins an Academy Award for for Fargo. Uh, no, Fargo. Fargo. For, um, What's it? What's it? Argo, 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 not Fargo. Um, he's he becomes Batman for for quite a few yeah. films. He's now he's now both a sought after director and an actor. Come on, I mean, well, you, now hang you, on, now, no, what no, is no, Mandy no, Moore? No, no, this is us. He did, yeah. that's, he did, he did that's Julia. He was not getting acting roles. He but wasn't. He was no, still definitely But there's a big Ian. Let me ask you a question. You get acting roles, right? Yeah. Okay, so do you get acting roles or do you get to play Batman in a movie? Man, this is painful. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying yeah, that. I'm trying to say is that there's no, a big, I, yeah. there's a big leap going from from Jilly 
to Batman and yeah, from no, Tilly man. to 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 be in to be in the guy who's you know who's making films Gone Girl and all these other movies where he's where he's directing films he's he's direct and listen I'm not a big fan of him personally but but I mean that is what the career comeback is all about maybe I and I like Ben a little more I like Mandy well enough but I like Ben a little more even with his <laughs> dumb phoenix tattoo there I said it you're <laughs> saying that Mandy just she's on this is us well. You were kind of defending Ed O'Neill, and what did he have? He just has, well, well, no, but, but you know, modern in family. That category against who was it against back then? That was, uh, um, Ed O'Neill or Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie, see, Ed, Ed O'Neill to Eddie me, Murphy would have bigger Ed, Ed O'Neill to me went movies. literally disappeared for, for 12 years and then came back on a show that, that did 200 ben episodes. Ben Affleck didn't disappear is the point I'm making. He, he yeah. Through, <laughs> when he won ben his Argo thing, disappear. it wasn't for acting. It was for yeah, directing. Yeah, I know, but still, this is, you're, 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 you're conflating two things. It's just, not a reinvention because he won his first uh, Oscar for writing. So yeah, yeah, in 1997. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was a long, long time ago in the world of entertainment. Right. He won an Oscar for writing and what happened after Gili? he started writing again uh-oh he's wow. disappeared uh, you know, okay. i just you know what i just have to say this is the most stressful bracket we've ever done okay no it's not true summer movies is still up there blockbusters are still up there we don't even know how much more we have to go through so we're gonna be here till tomorrow morning no, we're not, hey, you know you summer movies is back because elizabeth's still hurt <laughs> you start setting like a timer okay, guys, two so minutes for counters this is my job to keep moving this along. So, Ben, who votes for Ben Affleck? Ben. Who votes for Mandy Moore? Wow, so Ben Affleck it is. Damn it. Affleck. Affleck. Okay, Affleck. next two. Hugh Grant or Drew Barrymore? Mm. When did they come back? Well, I mean, Hugh Grant is in movies all the time, and and, and this is after after he had that incident back in the nineties with uh, what's your what was the prostitute's name again? Oh, Divine Brown. Divine Brown. That's Eddie. Was that Eddie? Who knows? I would go with Drew Barrymore just because she she was a child actor, drug addict, got all fucked up, and she came back and started doing like Charlie's Angels and shit. Mm. No. And she's still going. Yeah, and then now he's got a talk show. I'm going, I'm going with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Anybody go on Drew. for Hugh Grant? For who? Hugh Grant. I, I haven't seen him in anything except for Mickey Blue Eyes and goddamn the other movie with fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Blue Eyes. Mickey Blue Eyes is like 1995, I think. Oh my god. That and the fucking uh, what's the movies he did with old girl Renee Zellweger with the fucking Bridget Jones. Oh, yeah. Bridget Jones. Yeah, that's it. That's all I know him from. I I don't believe that. I don't know what you're talking about. Those are the only. Some of you keep great knowledge. Why a neurotic a British man? That's that's Hugh Grant right there. Did you just say that about my Hugh Grant? I love Hugh Grant. Chris had like Elizabeth before Spectrum came. Nice. It's still not working perfectly, and I'm not happy. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Mike Tyson or Winona Ryder? Mike Tyson, done. We're done. Let's Ooh, yeah, Mike Tyson for sure. It has got to be Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. I don't feel like Winona's going to be blown up again. Yeah. yeah I mean, she's in charge of her. All she did was. I mean, he bit off a guy's ear for Christ's sake. And he, and he went to jail for rape and he still belonged. <laughs> 
Yeah. Listen, let me put it this way. If Winona Ryder went to jail for rape, would she still have a career today? No. If Winona Ryder got a tattoo on her face, would she still have a career today? She barely got a comeback <laughs> for minor shoplifting. So. Right, exactly. Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson came in second in the in the sexiest bald man thing yesterday. Yeah. First of all, Mike Tyson went from being a boxer to a criminal to back to like being famous. And he had his own one man show. Then he did a bunch of movies. He got shit ton of money from his face tattoo that they mimicked he, in a movie. And he has a cannabis he has a cannabis farm that's also a resort. I, uh, that's fire. I, I, we have to vote for him anyway, otherwise he's going to accuse of accuse us of skullduggery. He's, so he's we have definitely to the most successful <laughs> mentally impaired person. Ever. Also, he broke his back. Spinal. Okay. okay so who goes, <laughs> who goes for Mike Tyson? I don't like the guy, but I'm. I don't like him, but technically, I ask it. it's, okay. it's a no, risk. Reluctant. <laughs> We're down to the final sixteen. <laughs> also, he just didn't, didn't Mike Tyson just have a fight that he where he made like like a hundred million dollars. Have another one. He's, exhibition he's doing fight. A rematch. He's doing a rematch. Yeah. The field. Yeah, he fucking That's just fought Warjoy Jr. and made a shit ton of money. <sighs> okay, moving on. Dr. Dre or Ed O'Neill? Dr. Dre. Ed O'Neill. What? Ed O'Neill. You guys stop this. I'll go Ed O'Neill, too. We'll just get okay, this over. Okay, so for, for Dre. I mean, I'm kind of torn in between both, but I... Okay, who votes for Ed O'Neill? Ed O'Neill it is. Al Bundy, who would have thunk it? <laughs> Next two, Neil Patrick Harris or Jason Bateman? Patrick Ooh. Harris. Jason Bateman is... Yeah, it's Jason Bateman. Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, he's done more. He's, yeah. he's done more. Because Neil Patrick Harris kind of stays in his own lane. Like, yeah. He kind of stays with yeah. And Jason Bateman now does a bunch of different things in different genres. Yeah, yeah. Ozark is a fire show. It's so good. Who votes for Neil Patrick Harris? Okay, one person. So Jason Bateman it is. Just wanted to verify. Okay, the next two we have Matthew, um sorry, Mayim Bialik or Cher. 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 Yeah. Cher. Okay. Cher. All right. Cher. 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 Talking about to come back. Yeah, RDJ. Okay, I think I think RDJ is going to go all the way. Yeah. I think I'm going to say this right now. If this doesn't come down to Robert Downey Jr. and Tina Turner, I'm going to fucking break something. It, it won't because they're both on the same side of the bracket. <laughs> oh, they're not. They're on two different no, sides. Okay. I'm sorry. I just want to clarify. You said you're going to break something, right? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. I thought I heard something else. <laughs> like, Jared Leto or Pablo? Pablo. 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 Yeah, I would go with Jared. I'm going Jared Leto. <laughs> no. Jared Leto. Let me see hands. Who votes for Jared Leto? <laughs> okay, Rob Lowe it is. I can't let Jared Leto through for any further. Jordan <laughs> Carolina, baby. Martha Stewart or the Backstreet Boys? Martha Stewart. Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Sorry, Backstreet. I got to go with Martha. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. The next two, Tina Turner or Ben Affleck? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Don't even start. Tina. I'm going to Ben Affleck again. You so we have one vote for Ben Affleck, right? Pete, okay, just checking. Okay. And Drew Barrymore or Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh, I'm going to vote for Drew Barrymore anyway. <laughs> okay. 
Come just at me. Just the, the final eight, guys. It's getting final eight. Close to the screen when you aggressive. Fight me. Ed O'Neill or Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman. Ed O'Neill. You have one vote for Ed O'Neill. Anybody else voting for Ed O'Neill? Danny, stop being wrong. Okay. How are you going to choose Modern Family over Ozark? Ozark's a way better show. Yes. Honestly, I haven't seen Ozark yet. That's why that's your problem. That's your problem right there. That was your prerogative. Cher or Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. 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 Okay. Gotta be. Rob Lowe or Martha Stewart. Rob Lowe. Oh, no, Martha Stewart. Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. Martha Stewart for sure. Yeah. Um, who votes for Rob Lowe besides Danny? Anybody else? Uh, oh, two. Ian, put your fucking head down. You know you don't. <laughs> you don't fucking believe that. You know you don't. <laughs> And Tina Turner, Ian, or Mike Tyson? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. <laughs> Tina Turner. Mike Tyson. I'm going Mike, Mike Tyson on this. I got to go Mike Tyson. Tina Turner, but I got to go with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Are you, I just, if, if, if Tina Turner you know, raped someone, she would not be a celebrity today. Let's vote. Let's vote. Okay, I got to see a show of hands to confirm it. Who votes for uh, Tina Turner? Three. Oh, you guys. Tyson. Gotta go, Mike. I'm, All right. Did you not vote, Danny? Danny's abstaining. Pick one. What is it, Danny? Yeah. What is it, Danny? Danny. Danny. <sighs> I mean, one Sympathy. of them is Mike, but the other one, the other one escaped Ike. So. <laughs> but we are talking about now, so I'm going to vote for Mike Tyson. You go what? Mike Tyson. Okay. Mike Tyson. All right, guys. All right, Ian, break something on camera. <laughs> oh, my tablet just fell. Sorry, oh. <laughs> I didn't break anything. <laughs> Ian telekinetically you just, you just threw your tablet. Your tablet fell. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. We have yeah, Jason like, Bateman or Robert Downey Jr. Not even a, we know no contest. He's like Sorry. a juggernaut at this point. Yeah. Martha Iron Stewart Man. or Mike Tyson? Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, Martha, Martha Stewart. Martha. Yeah, Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Turn the camera off. Turn the camera off. Turn it off. <laughs> and the final two guys, let's think about this carefully. Robert Downey Jr. or Martha Stewart? Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Sorry, Robert Downey Jr. Did I say Robert In somebody else's bed. He was so high, he walked into somebody else's house. Went, went to rehab like Wait, though. And Here's now the he's, thing. he's the most, the, the highest paid actor in, in the he world. He is. But yeah. he also, but he also, re, he might be squandering his comeback because he just did Doolittle and that movie was terrible. Yeah, so. yeah but that, that yeah, I just did cry himself to sleep on his Marvel money. He's fine. Yeah, yeah I think, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he's going to come back as Iron Man again. He just financed if, if Martha Stewart got high and ended up in somebody else's house, she wouldn't be successful. Not have a career. That's well, not Martha true. Stewart is currently not true. getting high. Yeah, she's getting out right now. She probably uh, El Snoop's bed right now. It's legal. Now though, because, it doesn't matter it's because whatever now. you say, man, he took he took that Iron Man thing and he's going around the country helping kids that need new yeah. artificial limbs and going there as Tony Stark playing the character, oh, giving him a lot of that, I, that is so amazing. Those kids, the look on their faces is incredible. So Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, hey guys, well let me just verify it for the last time. Who votes for Martha Stewart? 
So we all vote for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So he is Joe our winner for tonight for the best career resurrection ever, just like Jesus Christ. He's just like Jesus. Congratulations, Congratulations Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. When you think Robert Downey Jr., think Jesus. Yes. I don't think Jesus should count because in all these movies, somebody else plays him. <laughs> I think I think for this for this Easter time we have to remember Jesus's greatest miracle, and that was to have twelve really close friends when you were in your thirties. <laughs> oh. well, well, eleven because one of them shit all over. Them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so I think that's the best way to end tonight's show. I want, that's like food for thought. I want everybody to just kind of think about that. So that is our show for tonight. So we will be off tomorrow, but we will be back here again on Monday at 6 p.m. Have a great Easter weekend, everyone, and stay safe. Bye. Also, happy Passover. Everyone's in the middle of Passover. Buy some candy. Have some fun. Guys, some eggs. Come on, peeps.